them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today's episode, we've got some nerd news. We're going to be announcing our official holiday film festival couple movies so far lineup. (laughs) Uh, But first, how's everybody doing? Hey, we have a president-elect. We do. Since Hmm, last time we talked. (laughs) <laughs> no matter what anyone else says. <laughs> <That's exciting. laughs> no matter what else you've heard. So that's nice. It was a very nice development. Uh, that's been, yes. That's one less thing to worry about. Yes, it is uh, like freedom can ring again yeah. and uh, a weight has been lifted. Oh, we did talk. We talked about this last week. Yeah. 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 But it had but just it was it was great news. The dancing in the street. Right. Right. It, it was but brand it's, new. Yeah. Fresh, but still, the days seem a little brighter. Yeah. Assuming the other one doesn't blow the White House up on the way out. <laughs> it should be Boy. fine. It's okay. We can rebuild it. <laughs> we'll rebuild That's true. Uh, hey, Tara. Yes? Let's open up that mail sack. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Let me get in there. Hold on. Okay. Yep. Cool. We got we got two this week. Oh, <laughs> oh that's why it sounds so full. We get that much effort to Wait find two. <laughs> All right. These came in through email. Uh, first one is, uh, again, from uh, from Coles, ah. who's written us before. Yeah. Coles, not the clothing store, as she puts it. Coles with a C. Uh, and she says, I love your podcast and I've been listening to all your older episodes since writing y'all the first time. I wanted to thank you for introducing me to Winona Earp. I never guessed the show, but, uh, I never gave the show much thought until hearing y'all talk about it. So I finally decided to give it a go. I am now 100% obsessed. I binged every episode in three days. Well, I got, I got all the way to episode 402 before i had to stop for a while i was not prepared for that episode (laughs) i could legit i legit could believe what i was seeing and still can't believe it that that was on cable tv after that episode i think i was borderline catatonic and didn't watch any tv for several days Mm. just trying to process it all i have since recovered and finished up Fourth season of four A. I've also turned my best friend onto the show as well. Nice, nice job. Awesome. I listened to your podcast while driving and hearing y'all discuss episode four oh two made me laugh so hard I almost had to pull over. I wanted to thank y'all for the laughs and for giving me something awesome to obsess over in this crazy sl- slash shitty year. <laughs> Uh, she says, P.S., not sure if y'all have ever seen the show or if it's been recommended. Uh, she says, I'm only halfway through it. For, uh, I'm only halfway through your podcast. But if you haven't already, you should check out Dollhouse. It's another Josh, Joss Whedon show and has Elijah Dushku, Amy Acker. How do you pronounce that one? Dike, I don't know. Dykin Lockman yeah. and Alan Tudyk, to name a few. It aired back in 2009 and only had two seasons. Wendy, you've watched that one before, right? I believe the answer to your question is in her description of the show. <laughs> yes. Amy and Oscar. Yes. yes. 
It was it was hit and miss. I mean, I liked it. I I started watching. I think I watched it when it aired to to some extent, but I didn't stay with it. And then mm-hmm. I watched it after I became a fan of the Acker. And uh, no, I liked it. It was it was it was good. It was up and down, but it does have a great cast. Alan and um, yeah, a lot of people you see in other Joss shows, mm-hmm. of course. And uh, Summer Glau shows up. I think mm-hmm. um, nice. Bleach Day shows up at some point. Yeah, I like the cast. It's a good cast. I was thinking about possibly rewatching it at some point, or then maybe we can discuss. Oh, do a okay. deep dive. We have some other, well, I guess sort of Joss Whedon Buffy talk later we on, do. I believe, in yes. our nerd news. Um, have you guys, have either of you rewatched 402 since we talked about it? Uh, well, I watched it like a few times, <laughs> too, for research, you know. Of course. So I haven't since been back to it. No, I, not yet. I rewatched that scene recently because I was oh, like, is, was it that bad? Like, was it really <laughs> as crazy as I, I can't believe that fucking scene. No, that was <laughs> so crazy. Was. You guys, that happened. I <laughs> almost have to turn away just in total shock. I, I think I'm still, I'm still almost. trying to <laughs> process it. Like it's been months I'm, and it's still yes, like crazy. It is a lot to process. <laughs> so so. That definitely will merit another rewatch before <laughs> yes. the next installment of season four. Indeed. Yeah, I, but I have not rewatched, so you know, it'll be in- even more <laughs> fresh, I guess, when I eventually rise. <laughs> yeah. But glad you're enjoying Winona Earp and that, you know, you're an Erper now. That'll That's be a lot of fun so when awesome. we do our Erpersodes, uh, whenever it comes back. Yes. hopefully soon uh and yeah and also getting your friend into it that's, yeah that's good nice, branching out nice by the way i have a mutual friend of all of us who has become an erper lynn mm. i don't want to say her last name in case you don't want me to but mm. uh lynn in dallas we're gonna need a last name and an address okay <laughs> so, i'll get on that so <laughs> she's tried three times couldn't get into it the third time was the charm hmm. and uh yeah so how far did she get into it she's that's still only smart. in the first season Okay. uh, And I told her, you know, I I like it even more as it goes. So you're in for a ride. I think she just couldn't. She wasn't a big fan of the Revenants early on and Mm. couldn't get past that. Hmm. She's seen a lot of the (laughs) way hot stuff, but. Sure. uh, Yeah. So she, it took her three tries, but she's on board. Uh, Yeah. And I don't know if I said this last week, but I have been starting to rewatch just like when, when I, when I'm in the mood, uh, Winona Earp and I've gotten through like through the second halfway through the second season oh cool um and so i when i rewatched that first way hot encounter i just had to laugh i mean it's so good it's, it's so ridiculous yeah with the water spraying and then she wants her to help her with her shirt <laughs> i mean it's just perfect it's magically ridiculous yeah and it is awesome it is so that was fun to rewatch from from that point mm. yeah cool Thanks, Coles. And uh, uh, yeah, keep listening to our older episodes, I guess. I feel like we've uh, matured since then. <laughs> have we? Okay. Coles, <laughs> tell <laughs> us. Tell us. Have have you know, Is there like, can you kind of see where we start becoming a little more professional or has that happened yet? I don't know. Yeah. Are we there yet? Coles, <laughs> let us know. know. Okay. Well, thank you, Coles. Enjoy your Winona. Oh, it said she did. Yeah, did finish it up. So good. Now you can wait like the rest of us. Uh, Okay. Very nice. Uh, Then we have an email from Steph. Uh, Last week, we discussed that Grey's Anatomy was premiering this week. Big deal, right? (laughs) Uh, A three-hour premiere. That's Crossover event. (laughs) So 
Why? Why? A why, lot of content. Why three hours, Tara? Because it's what the people want. Is it? <laughs> I don't mind it. Give me all the hours. Is it one? Was it a like a two parter? Yeah, well, two nights or? crossover was that started with Station Nineteen, which oh, is the, you yes. know, the sister show. Got it. And then some of it did crossover, and then it led into a two hours of Grey's Anatomy, which were technically two different episodes. Got it. They were back to back. Okay, that makes more sense. So we talked about how much I love Grey's, mm. and that maybe I just I'm so excited about the season that I wanted. I just threw it out there, maybe do a podcast about Grey's Anatomy. Um, And so Steph wrote, and I asked if anyone would listen to that. (laughs) So we have one. We have one person that might listen. She says, hi, just catching up on your podcast, loving them, by the way. And heard you mention you might do a Grey's Anatomy podcast. Please do it in all caps with a heart eye emoji smiley face. I've watched up to season 10 and I've recently been debating starting from the beginning to watch the whole series, wow. going through the episodes and listening to a podcast about it at the same time by someone I already know and I enjoy listening to would be amazing. Please do it. Thank you, Steph. Wow. Pressure's on, Tara. Hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm trying to think I would need a co I would need a co-host. Like I can't, I can't carry this on my own, guys. I need someone that knows Grays to some extent. Get Ellen Pompeo. I have reached out to her people, <laughs> oh, okay. waiting their reply. Okay, I uh, I'm very interested. It would just have to be a Snop spinoff. Ah, yes, Snop. Uh, you know, Gray's longevity. S- Snop presents. Longe- <laughs> yeah, Gray's longevity. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. Uh, this I, I don't know. I'll think about it this week and see if I can find anyone mm. that's out there. Hey, if you really love Gray's and you're catching up now, and you have a USB uh, mic. And you have a USB <laughs> mic, quality mic, and you're free on Sundays usually, uh, you know, or anytime after Thursday, I guess. I don't need y'all. Wow. No. You're welcome, to- <laughs> you're welcome to join. You can be our unbiased opinion as we describe the episode. And you can almost li- relive Grays through us. And you can see if you're as emotionally um, <laughs> invested as we are. <laughs> This show's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, I I will admit I have not had a chance to catch all the way up. I watched most of it. Mm. Um, but, it w- again, it is a three-hour event, and this week has been pretty busy. And I've also had to watch other things to catch up for, for this show. Yeah, of course. Research. So I, I already know what happens, though. There's a spoiler. I'm not going to ruin it for anyone. <laughs> You've probably seen it if you actually do watch Grey's, and you probably have already seen it either on Twitter or on the show. So I'm catching up today. Um and then, yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's it's a long season, so hmm. we'll, yeah. I'm I'm down though. So if anybody out there, you're, you're kind of caught up, or at least you're willing to jump to the new season, and you, and you know a little bit about Grace, let me know. I can hold auditions and. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would love to hear those auditions. <laughs> Same here. Uh, I'm excited though. I. I got giddy when I saw it trending on Twitter oh, cool. again on That's Thursday. Cool. It was so a lot fun. of fun. I'm so excited that um, it's back and people were loving it. And it's just makes me feel right at home in my, Oh, they also released Grey's Anatomy pop Funkos or they're going to, they released a preview on the day that it aired. Yeah. Um, they're cute. Pre-order. So yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going to get them. I'm going to, um, put them up in my office. I work at a hospital Hmm. and uh, yeah, I'll put them in my little office so they can be like my gray Sloan coworkers 
at my hospital. It's Is that a, weird? It's not at all. It's an, <laughs> I have I have several Pop Funkos. It's amazing how well they do. Like it's obviously yeah. a very it's very minimal, right? The face is very small, and there's right. hardly anything. But it's like, yeah, no, that's that's Patrick Dempsey. Like that it's is ab- it's so cute the way that yeah, they are yeah. able to capture the the character in such a, a with no mouth, with really. no mouth, very right. minimal. It's just it's so so fun. I can't. Uh, it's always exciting to see new ones coming. Lawrence out. Lawrence so. Pugh awesome. just showed up and Pugh-pugh. said, "I think my likeness is remarkable." Look at that. Hey, Florence. Hey, girl. I wish my movie would come out, but I like my pop funk. I got my Babu Frick. There's Babu. <laughs> Babu Frick is the, the baby Yoda of Last Jedi, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yep. Yep. True. True. <laughs> I counted not long ago. I had 50. I think I'm now up to oh, 50. Whoa. It's more than me. I just, I just got a new, uh, I got the, the Schitt's Creek uh, David Rose Chase pop mm. funko. Oh, super nice. cute! Yeah, it's good. It's when he's out in the field with the pitchfork. Tara, remember that? <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. It's very cute. And I told you I got caught up on that, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, yeah. it was amazing. <sighs> <sighs> so many good moments, especially in that last season. The best. Oh, Simply the best. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, are you going to close up the mail sack? Yeah, let's go ahead and close it up. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I'm tying it. I'm tying oh, okay. the, the sack. And it's closed now. I've pushed it aside for next week. Well, that means one thing. It's time for the world premiere (laughs) of our long-awaited but worth the wait Nerd News intro. Nerd News. Nerd News. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. Yes, we do. Wendy. (laughs) Wendy, congratulations on a... Well, I got something done. Produced. <laughs> you did something. Intro. You did. Woo! It it's might great. be revised in the future. In fact, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, revisions are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I let's give. Know. We're going to give it its proper uh, uh, official welcome. But Thank first, <laughs> nerd news. Nerd news. Nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. You have it. Breaking news. I'm just going to play it intermittently throughout the episodes because I love it. It's so good. All right. Well, if you don't know, Kat and I are pretty passionate about Star Wars and characters in Star Wars and storylines of Star Wars. And it has come out, uh, according to IndieWire, they are saying that George Lucas's Star Wars sequel trilogy, his original ideas, made Leia the chosen one and Darth Maul the villain. And I guess his original plan for the sequel trilogy, it's, uh, I guess, coming out in a book, the Star Wars Archives, 1999 to 2005. Um, His ideas consisted of Darth Maul showing back up with mechanical legs, because as you know, (laughs) he was chopped in half uh, in Phantom Menace. Totally. No one ever dies in Star Wars. Just chopped in half. Didn't he, like, have a very long fall yeah. yes yeah yes yeah look boba fett died too and you watch mandalorian <laughs> yeah. you know that didn't stick either apparently not uh he was going to become the godfather of crime in the universe because as the empire falls he takes over now you did see him pop up in solo and i guess when he didn't make his appearance in the prequel in the sequels then he he got his moment in solo and i think in one of the cartoons he was back i mean there's there's a lot of the canon cartoon work that has characters like darth maul totally um it, apparently he trained a girl darth talon 
who was going to be his apprentice. She was going to be the new Darth Vader. Most of the action was with her. They were mm. going to be the two main villains. And it was, you know, like I said, it was teased in, in Solo. And I think it was going to set up him being the major villain in a Solo sequel if the rating, the, the you know, box office didn't suck for Solo and got so much <laughs> negative feedback. Although there's a little group of us that want a Solo sequel. It'll probably at least something eventually. on Disney+. Plus. It'll happen. Um, eh, possibly. So he also uh, wanted Leia to be the, I guess, the leader of the Republic. Luke was restarting the Jedi and the the sequel trilogy would focus on Leia being the leader of like the rebellion of of everything, I guess. And it would have been interesting to see if, you know, depending on when he started that. I mean, of course, Carrie passed away. You know, who knows if he had done his ideas would have been a different time. Would this have still happened? And he didn't get to finish his plan. But uh, so, yeah. So I believe, Kat, you have strong opinions over this. So I have I have opinions. I'm going to get out of the way. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> might, might want to take cover. So I have a love and I don't want to say hate because that's, you know, I don't, I don't wish the man ill. But I have right. a love, not so much love relationship with George Lucas. Mm. Let me let me let me start off by saying I appreciate everything he's done uh, good, for good. the st- like creating the for whole thing. you know he, he did like I my my office here is covered in Star Wars stuff right so clearly I love everything about it and then he decided to to sell to Lucasfilm and all of its properties to Disney in 2012 apparently when he was gearing up to make the prequels is when he he first kind of came up with the treatment for this the 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 sequel the three you know the the three last films so that was a i mean that was a while ago right that was like what mm-hmm. at least 10 years ago 10 15 years ago oh, at least. um but he you know he comes up and it, it makes sense he created the story he the you know it all came from his head and of course he would have a great idea of how to end this saga right mm-hmm. but 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 Brosef, you sold to disney you sold it, and did you just call Brosef? I did, Brosephine. <laughs> haven't heard that. Listen, one listen, bro. <laughs> um, you sold bro. it, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> so you could have either made uh, maybe uh, until they start until you started to actually make the films. Maybe you start pre production and then you sell. So uh, so everything's kind of in place. The scripts mm. are are decided. Mm. You ha- you put someone in charge of your company that you're leaving it to, who's going to continue your vision. Or don't tell us about this. I don't want to know this. <laughs> I don't want to know that you, you, the way that you treated Leia in, the, in those original films was basically as a side character. And all of a sudden, the movie's done. The tri- Carrie's gone. The trilogy's made. Oh, by the way, guys, I was going to do justice to this character I haven't done justice to in 40 years. <laughs> I'm sorry I got to say this. Fuck you, George Lucas. You don't get to, you don't get to do that. Now I'm even more upset. I'm heartbroken already <laughs> that Carrie's gone. And now I'm never going to see Leia get the do that I've been waiting to see for so freaking long. Fuck you, George Lucas. Wow. Keep it to yourself. Ooh. I don't want to know it. I don't want to hear it. It's done. Unless somehow you, you, you let Kathleen Kennedy know that you're going you're gonna to pay to redo the, all these movies like a second, <laughs> a second pass. I don't want to mm. hear it. I don't want to hear it. Wouldn't get your hopes up with that one, Kathleen. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear it, man. Right. Just, just let it go. It's, it's over. Right. It's, it's going to piss people off now. Yeah. I know. It's, it, 
it's interesting on one hand to know what he would have done, but then it's just disappointing to know that we're never going to see it. No. And maybe it's for the best. I mean, look at the prequels. I mean, he even if he had good ideas, the execution one there, would he have had someone else right. direct it? But even just in these three or four lines of what he wanted to do, these are great. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. This this female mm-hmm. Darth Vader? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board for that. Making Leia the chosen one? Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, you know, these are great ideas. They, he may not have been the best one to execute them, but hire somebody who is. Yeah. yeah. Here's here's the well, ideas. Go with it. Didn't they? He When he sold, though, he left those ideas with Disney, right? He did. And they said, thanks, but no thanks. We're doing our own thing. Yeah. So, again, know, but if you want to do what you want to do, don't sell. Exactly. Or hire some lawyers who <laughs> who figure out, okay, I sell. If you if you make these pre- uh, sequels, you have to use my treatments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm. Mm. nope. No, Sorry, no sir. No, sir. <laughs> and yet I will continue to buy all the Lucasfilm uh, <laughs> merchandise. <laughs> same, same. We, I, you know, Wendy, Wendy and I have uh, some stuff coming this Christmas from an exclusive... Uh, Exclusive celebration website, right? Is yes, that an exclusive later website? Later than it should be. Oh, <laughs> that's not why I was bringing it up. <laughs> the point being, I will continue to pay Disney and Lucasfilm money. It's robbery. It's robbery. So the way they're charging for this special celebration well, stuff. Have you been? Because they know people are going to do it. Have you been to Disneyland lately? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all expensive. What? How can the rest of the world have free freaking shipping? <laughs> The shipping prices on this stuff. Well, because it's from I Disney. It's like it's shipped with with magic. No, <laughs> like tick, a freaking fairy. Tinkerbell, fly out of exactly. It, and I don't buy that. And listen, we all uh, plan on spending thousands of dollars to go to this hotel, the fucking Disney true. hotel. Like, I'm not gonna stop loving Star Wars. I'm just, I'm just, I'm disappointed. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm upset. It's okay, I'll validate your feelings. Thank you, Tara. You're, you're- <laughs> appreciate you that. feel what you feel and your feelings are real yes. <laughs> what is that from? that's from uh, uh frozen two <laughs> you feel what you feel and feelings are real mm, i appreciate that yeah uh <laughs> speaking of lucasfilm <laughs> i love that we, most of our content is usually have to, having to do with star wars <laughs> and i just bitched about it for we're simple minutes. people we like our Star Wars. Um, so we talked about this last week, Mandalorian, uh, in the last week's episode, Baby Yoda was kind of a dick, right? We talked about that. Well, a lot you know, of other fans felt the same way. Uh, yeah, they, but with a little more ferocity than Well, sure. like in, Some more fury. Yeah, in yeah. fun. It was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's going to you know keep eating those eggs. But other people took it very seriously. Uh, So much so that the creative art manager at Lucasfilm tweeted a statement. (laughs) He said, for the record, Chapter 10 of The Mandalorian makes it clear that the frog lady's eggs are unfertilized like the chicken eggs many of us enjoy. He's throwing it back on us now. Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) But obviously, (laughs) exactly, hypocrites. (laughs) But obviously, chickens aren't sentient beings and the child eating the eggs is intentionally disturbing for comedic effect. So really, like he's trying. That doesn't like either. It's for either it's dark and like kind of right. fucked up, or it's funny. Like you can't. Right. I, I feel like he's trying to 
be too political about this. It, it was um, well, but yeah, I feel I, like some of the responses were also too political about yeah, this. It really <laughs> was. Let me break this to all of you. It you went know, into yeah. like a woman's right to choose, exactly. and it was just a lot. <laughs> it it's a lot. not a document to read, <laughs> right? None of this really happened, and Do- I get it. It some things you want to be careful with the message you put out with art, even if it's fictional. But this is Baby Yoda eating some <laughs> random frog lady eggs. And he let's didn't, he didn't eat them all. And have you seen say, the next episode? It's all okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he realizes because he realizes, you know, what those actually are. Because you know why he doesn't know what those are? Because he's a freaking baby. He's a baby. He's baby Yoda. He's not a responsible adult. He's not, you know, he doesn't know things. He just says, ooh, food. You know? And I don't know. I, I, I could argue against that, actually. Did they need to be? Did, did that need to be in the show? No. Absolutely not. No. It was a gag. It was a running it gag. It was a gag. There's no payoff to that. Yeah. And that is what it was. I have someone here who'd like to weigh in. It's yes. Baby Yoda himself. No, it's oh, we have a guest. <laughs> Baby Yoda is here. Of merchandise. Would like to say. <laughs> What's that? Because that's Yoda? how he talks. He doesn't oh. know even how to talk. <laughs> he doesn't know words. <laughs> He, he coos a lot. Yeah. Okay. They're, I feel like they're having him coo more this season. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> baby noise. gotten older. I'm going to read one of these tweets. Can I read one of these angry tweets? Yes. I'm a mom, period. It's not funny at all to hear mama frog lady go. <laughs> I mean, just right there. You know you're in trouble. Like, think about what you're about to do. Okay, go. <laughs> it's not funny at all to hear. <laughs> Mama Mama Frog Lady go into great detail about how important and beloved her eggs are to her and have to watch them get eaten on three separate occasions for shits and giggles. Can't just one mom get to survive and keep her kids? So this yeah, clearly... Them, wait, and, and Frog Lady is that mom. <laughs> She's all of us, damn it. Here's the thing. If you're if you're tweeting if this is your tweet and you're being serious about it, this isn't about baby Yoda. There's something else no, going no. on. Yeah. It goes much deeper. And we're not making fun of that, but no. I mean I, I kind fight. of <laughs> I, Yeah, I, I mean take it for what it, it or take it somewhere besides the baby right. Yoda. This is not the platform it's nor not. the show to make your point. No, it's not. Look, spoiler alert for the next episode <laughs> that we'll get into. Like yes. One of the little eggs hatches into a baby frog, and they're so happy. Like, maybe their goal was like, ah, out of these, one of them's going to turn up. And maybe, they got yeah. the one, and they're good. And and Baby Yoda's enthralled with it, and maybe Baby Yoda's like, oh. It was really I cute. Those. It's sweet. Yeah, it's very sweet. It I was. mean, he eats all sorts and of living creatures, too. It was after the very sweet reunion with her husband, because yes. he had to, you know, uh, do uh, his thing. Frog man. And then, then you know, so... We'll get to that. All was fine. Well, yeah, we'll get it's to fine. that. It's fine. The babies are fine. Oh, man. Hey, listen, we kind of talked about it before. Uh, some Whedon, some Whedon news, sort of. So yeah. this week on Twitter, Allison Hannigan tweeted, uh, and really, like, this is this is a very co- uh, clickbait article. This is very typical of, like, you know. Yeah. The, the the name of this article is from Gizmodo, which we get a lot of articles from. Thanks, Gizmodo. <laughs> we love making fun of your articles. Uh, Allison Hannigan thinks Buffy and Willow should have dated. So, of course, I'm going to click on that, right? Of course. And I did. And it, it's sort of a throwaway tweet. It's, you know, it's, she's just having a little bit of fun. There's a debate of, like, who should, bu- you know, who who should Buffy, who is better for Buffy? 
is it Spike or Angel? And actually, um, uh, Stacey Abrams, who was sort of the hero of this election because she was probably the reason why the Democrats won Georgia. She's a big Buffy fan, and she was getting into it on Twitter uh-huh. this week about how she's she's more of a Buffy Spike shipper than a Buffy mm-hmm. Angel shipper. Anyways, I feel like maybe Allison was just kind of jumping into that conversation saying, oh, no, she should have actually ah. ended up with, with Willow, which I think is very cute, whatever. But then I read more into the article. Tara, did you know that they're they're planning on a Buffy reboot? Did you know this? I had heard something, but I, I, I really don't know much about it. Well, let me tell you. Or how serious it is. So this was, uh, so I, I did a bit of a, a dive into the deep. Uh, so back in 2018, this was announced that Fox was developing a Buffy reboot. Oh. Uh, Joss Whedon was set to executive produce it. Really? And he was handing over the writing duties to Monica Owusu Breen, who I'm sure I have mispronounced her name. She she's worked on Alias, Lost, Fringe, and Marvel's Agents of Shield. So she's no mm. no stranger to the genre. And uh, this article says that their vision. This is back in 2018. Their vision is in its early stages, but they are expected to cast a black lead actress as Buffy in order for the series to feel richly diverse. So they're, I think it sounds like they're, it's Buffy. Like it's not the Buffy universe. It's Buffy. Uh huh. Oh. Uh, like the original, some aspects of the series could be seen as metaphors for issues facing us all today. Um, and this is from uh, Monica Awusu Breen. She says, for some genre writers, it's Star Wars. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is my Star Wars. Before I became a writer, I was a fan. For seven seasons, I watched Buffy Summers grow up, find love, kill that love, and I watched her fight and struggle and slay. So it sounds like this woman is obviously a big fan, so you'd want a fan to reboot it. But yeah, I had no idea this was happening. And it's been two years, and I haven't heard anything lately. So who knows if it's still happening. But I mean, listen, why not? Why not do it? And maybe it's great. And uh, I, I would like to see it. How about you, Tara? I know you're you're a big Buffy fan. Yeah, I would I would love to to see that. Um, interesting. And, and just reading through here, you know, essentially they – promise not to recast any of the original characters, but maybe have them on as cameos. Um, and, he, and Sarah Michelle Geller, I guess, said, you know, I, well, I've told my story with it. I don't really know anything about it. So apparently they're not being, definitely not being involved from the start of, of that project. Nice. Um, so, bummer. yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, um, but she's, you know, it, it seems ex- excited about it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a. I would totally be down with that. I, I think it's time we can have. There's room for another strong female slayer, and you know, totally. It's. I think it. It will be the original Buffy is so iconic that I think that it can be done a slightly different way and still be really awesome, and yeah. it doesn't have to be a carbon copy. I mean, you know, just thinking about it, it would be cool. If it's not Buffy and it's, you know, it's sort of either the same universe or if it's all the universe Buffy. So it's mm. like 80s version of the Slayer. So like maybe it's <laughs> an anthology nice. and it goes like, you know, every decade you see it's one season of, of that Slayer. That'd be <clears throat> kind of cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's definitely, there's so much, there's there's a lot of stories still to be told in that universe of Buffy and Angel. So um, yeah, why not? Bring it. Let's do it. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is getting rebooted. Right. Except for Xena. 
<laughs> Except for Xena. <laughs> Although this could be good for a Xena reboot, right? If they see that this yeah, 90s well, iconic go. female show is doing well. and It's whatever. somehow right. And it's with such good characters that you almost can't imagine being anyone else. But if it works, they do it in a you know yeah. way that makes some money. Yeah. So <laughs> that would, I mean, I wouldn't have minded seeing Buffy and Willow date a little bit. No. Even if it didn't really like go anywhere, it just would have been really fun to watch. Absolutely. And I guess yeah. Buffy in the the comic book series after uh, they did a the, they did a Buffy season eight, which kind of picked up in uh, the comics mm-hmm. after. Did you read the that comic series? Tara? I I've looked at it. I'm not like an avid reader or anything, but yeah. I've seen the first one. I think I have the first couple it. ones, and I just kind of mm-hmm. dropped it. But I guess in that version, like that season eight in the comic series, she did end up dating a female Slayer as well. Buffy oh. did. Buffy did. Okay. So, you know, that's cool. <laughs> I'm into that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm sure there's no doubt that if they did reboot it, there'd be some queer representation because that was what made that yeah. first version of that show so kind of groundbreaking. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, we all know. We all know. We all remember uh, Willow and Tara and how well that ended. <laughs> this is a great little paragraph in here in this article uh says this uh, week hannigan took to her twitter feed to suggest the alternate telling of buffy in which willow ended up dating the taylor uh slayer rather than amber benson's tara mcclay you know the witch she ultimately ended up with for a period of time before tara was unceremoniously <laughs> murdered a moment that would eventually lead willow to turning to dark magic fun <laughs> pretty much sums it up it was not a fun time for her <laughs> no and not. she was unceremoniously murdered <laughs> Which was, you know, goes along with the, that barrier gaze trope, right? Oh my God, such not a helping that trope. good example of that trope. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just can't be happy. Just two witches want to be happy. <laughs> yeah, wrong with that? What's wrong with that? <sighs> <sighs> Collective sigh. <laughs> Let's get in some Christmas talk, shall we? Oh, sure. yeah. A phrase I despise is, it's just around the corner, mm. but it is. And um, we've got a few Christmassy kind of movies that we're going to talk about. Uh, but I will also start by saying, Kat, uh, uh, are you aware that there's Christmas candy corn? Uh, that's you can not watch a thing. movies and eat Christmas candy corn. <gasps> no, right? I even know, but they look beautiful no. and delicious. Not, not, not a thing. Oh man, it's made up, made up candy, not real. It's delicious. <laughs> Holiday. So is Holiday it, is it candy the same corn. flavor? So you're, you're, it's basically. I think the flavor no... itself is just sugar flavor. So <laughs> whatever colors <laughs> they put. Sugar. Unacceptable. Uh, just little sugar pellets. Is there. Colored <laughs> <laughs> sugar pellets. So now is it going to be like Easter candy corn and Valentine's Day mm, candy corn? Probably. I wouldn't be, you know, Flag that would be fine day. with me because then when the Halloween candy corn comes back around it'll be such you know so special to have it in its original colors mm. okay. but is it more special to have it gone the rest of the year uh, yes i, I mean it i think it should be like gone all year round but disservice to us all so. <laughs> no they should just stop doing that now let's stop it now before it gets out of hand nope stop well to each their own <laughs> I have to be picking some of this up <sighs> uh, i feel after like I you the gun <laughs> Because we totally, we, we went to Christmas without staying in the present, as people mm. are, should be doing in life. 
uh, mm-hmm. with Mandalorian, ah. Ah. Which, we, which we have talked before we circle back to Christmas. I want to touch on mm. a very important man- part of Mandalorian that we need to talk about. Okay. Katie freaking Sackhoff was yeah. on Mandalorian. Yeah. Playing the character I thought was called Bo-Katan, and apparently it's Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan. however she said it. Yeah. It's a little more flowy than I realized, but... Uh, I did not see her character in the car- the comic, the cartoon version of whatever she was on as this character. Yeah. Apparently, the, the real version looks just like the cartoon. People are freaking yeah. out how much she looked like her cartoon character. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yeah. Clone, uh, uh, Star Wars. She's Clone, pretty badass. Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels is where yeah. this character has seen previously. I like this Katie Sackhoff. I like her being the <laughs> stud Bo-Katan mm-hmm. and, uh, with Mandalorian armor, which I guess are they yeah. really Mandalorian because they took their hats off. They are Mandalorian. I, you know, reading just more about that cult. and how they're just a different, yeah, they're different rules, a different, right. Different rules. Cause they were saying how the, uh, that hit that are Mando's, uh, what, what do you want to call it? Tribe yeah. kind of thing. It, it was, she called it a cult essentially yeah, or no extremist cult. Yeah. So interesting. You know, there are more than one way that you can be a Mandalorian. That, yeah, very cool. that is the way that there's more than one way. Ah, um, nice they job. both acknowledge that that is the way. That is the way. So this is the way. <laughs> yeah. But it's pretty awesome. You know, there's two, you know, hot lady Mandalorians and a very handsome man Mandalorian. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they kind of team up. I loved it. Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, yeah. Directed this episode. Very cool. It was a fun episode. Yeah. So I was very excited to see Katie. I didn't realize that she was going to be on so early. I didn't either. I so didn't. It was a fun surprise to see Yeah. yeah. And I had just watched, uh, randomly started Longmire. So I oh, cool. had just seen her in a, in a couple episodes of Longmire, and I loved her in that, and it was a nice surprise. I've never a- seen her with dark hair. It threw me, yeah. or I mean, she has like no. a reddish hair. Yeah. It threw me off a little bit. Really bad but. wig. I didn't yeah, recognize really her bad wig. Bad wig. <laughs> bad wig. Bad wig. Longmire is a great show. I love Longmire. I really enjoyed it. It's it was. Fun. I liked the kind of chill pace, but yeah. it was interesting. The characters are great. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to continue with sort it. Sort of a modern western without revenants, yeah. basically. Right, no revenants. <laughs> <laughs> but that guy looks so much like Brett Favre, the main guy. <laughs> he does. Longmire. He does. I can't unsee Brett Favre, That's so fair. hopefully I'll get used <laughs> used to it. <laughs> Did you like this week's episode, Cat yeah, Mandalorian? I loved it. I mean, you got some fighting with uh, poor little baby Yoda. I mean, first we had the Frog Lady reunion. That went oh very well. Oh my god, that was adorable. I got teared up a little bit. I did Frog a little Lady bit. Reunion. Yeah. She looks so oh, happy. Geez. And then I kept waiting for like the port to explode or something terrible to happen. Oh right, to them. for something, but it yeah. didn't. No. Oh, whew. happy ending. Yeah, yeah. It was good seeing Frog Lady and Frog Man. That was very sweet. <laughs> they had a baby. They One did. of them turned into a baby frog. And Yoda was fascinated. I was, like, oh, oh. I was so <laughs> sure he was going to try to put that thing in his mouth. <laughs> I was like, too. Oh, no, I he's going to eat that it. fucking thing. Oh, <laughs> oh no. No. Um, I did like that. Um, well, first, poor baby Yoda almost got. I mean, that was bad. Oh, my God. What was it? Mal and Calmari that were on the dock. First, I liked his sweater. He had a nice sweater. And I have <laughs> one similar. Nice, beautiful uh, sweater. <laughs> He did have a good sweater. But then he threw Baby Yoda, They or his kind, I don't remember, threw Baby Yoda into that pit, into that water with that creature. Poor Mando couldn't even save the baby. Yeah, Yeah, it was destroyed. Katie Sackhoff had to save the baby. Then he's like, can you go stay with the frog people? 
Fucking Basically, he took he took Baby Yoda to be babysat by the frog. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, 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 this is not a good idea. So he trusts <laughs> Baby Yoda at this point to not eat her. Right, right. Well, he <laughs> throws a great line, and he goes, "I'm, I'm trusting you to behave. You know what I'm, <laughs> yes. you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about." That was pretty funny. Uh, okay, yeah. so when when they're they first get to the dock, there's this mysterious woman in a cloak. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that Rosario Dawson? I bet it is because she's playing. Uh, what's her name? She plays. But um, wasn't she one of the Mandalorians later on? No, she plays Os- Osaka. Really? Yeah, she yeah, plays. I, totally I thought it was a first read that then. Yeah, I thought that that's how they knew he was there. That she had seen. No, him, that that and that's was, oh okay. But then no, that's a good point. Like, there's no payout. Obviously, that's we're gonna see who that is later. But I thought yeah. that her character. I don't even know if that was Rosario Dawson. So if it's not, I feel very stupid. But I feel like it was. But her character is an alien. Like she plays Osaka Tano, who's also been in the the, the oh, animated series. Oh, a lot series. of things. Yes, she has like these like his head talon kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. So was that maybe her projection? Maybe she was like you know force projecting. Or she had it covered up. She had a hood on, right? Are you guys sure about what? That that's not the same Mandalorian. The other one, the non Katie Sackhoff female Mandalorian. I can tell you who that is. According to IMDb. That is Sasha Banks. She's right. playing Casca Reeves. Totally misread that then. I thought she was just watching them and then reported back to her. Oh. Okay. Learning oh. something new. Oh. You know what I mean? Like that's how they oh, knew that, that, that was Mandalorian her. was even out on the ship. Got it. You know what? She reported it back to them and then that's how they knew. Tara, I think you're right. I think oh. I'm right. So I that wasn't right. Rosario Dawson. I don't think Dawson. that was random. That was no, Sasha Banks. No, it totally Banks. was not Rosario. That's why I was like, Rosario Dawson? No. Got it. That was the same girl, and that's how that she knew that he was there and to follow them. Tara, you are absolutely right. Well, thank God that makes sense. Appreciate. <laughs> but I knew, I guess, because I knew Rosario was coming. I maybe that I wanted that to be her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, but it wasn't. You see what you want to see, cat. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes more sense, Tara. Nice job. Okay. <laughs> well done. I did something. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I actually realized the Star Wars thing before the two of you. Well done. I'm impressed. You get points. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures now. <laughs> yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's not yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, that person reports back to the other Mandalorians, mm. I guess. Uh, yeah, because they go out on that ship, and uh, you know what's kind of bad. The, what is it? Calmari guy? The, the Mon, Calma- Mon Calmari. Mon Calmari. He's yeah. like, uh, hey, uh, guys, why don't you come over to this pit? We're about to feed this uh, huge sea creature here. Get a little closer. Get in there. Get it, get a real good look. Mando's like, uh, I think this is far enough. <laughs> but Baby something. Yoda's, of course, like leaning over to try to see what it is. <laughs> and they uh, they kick him right in there. They freaking knock him. With, they stop Baby Yoda with his stick, with a staff, like a baseball bat. They're like baseball. <laughs> knock him right into the mouth of the creature yeah they do and then Mando's like oh shit and he dives in after him yeah but apparently that armor is not like totally waterproof or it's not you know he can't breathe underwater in it right so yeah it's not it's not good it's sad and you're like how the hell are they gonna get off this boat yeah how are they gonna get get out of this mess you know how it's looking pretty bleak katie sackoff katie sackoff shows up <laughs> she and her buddies save the day in their really cool Mando costumes hey, that I such a great costume. totally 
would be down to cut. I see people. Yeah. People are going to be wearing those. (laughs) So good. So good. But I will get a better wig. I feel like that. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) You have to. It's a terrible wig. It was. It was distracting a little bit. It's hard. It always blows my mind when you look at these big productions and you're like, really? They they couldn't just put some temp dye in her hair for that. This one thing. Okay. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate. (sighs) We love you, Katie. We do. Uh, More Katie. She wants the dark saber. Yes, she does. Let's not concentrate on the appearance of women. (laughs) You're right. Sorry. That's not very progressive. Uh, She wants the dark saber. (laughs) There's more to her. Um, And so, like, you know, he's very appreciative. Thanks, guys, so much. And they immediately take off their helmets. He's like, okay, who the fuck are you guys? What What are you doing? Where'd you get that armor? And they say, no, no. We are just from a different uh, sect. sect. Yeah. yeah, sect. Oh, nice. See? Of uh, Man- Mandalorians. And uh, he's still not really buying it. And he's like, you know what? Just, I'm going to fly away. So he flies away. He just kind of flies away in his little jet. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> like, you know what? You do you. I don't I don't buy this. Uh, so he's like, Boo, you see him. I don't know. I shot him just flying off the ship in his little pack. <laughs> Bye. And By then, the way, <laughs> Baby Yoda lost his egg, so now he's eggless, which is ironic because uh, he's eating other right. people's eggs. Yeah. yeah, he did. That's his karma coming back to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So then they're at the bar and um, back at the bar mm. and uh, encounters. Well, essentially, the Calmar- Mon Calmari's, uh, all, all of their people come to avenge the brother right. that was killed on the boat. Sure. And he's in quite a pickle, Mando. And he is, <laughs> he is uh, over outnumbered. And he, again, how's he going to get out of this? And then in fly our other Mandalorian friends Yay. to save the day. And uh, yeah, they wipe him out pretty easily. And then they go inside. She's like, let me buy you a drink. And true Katie Sackoff. Or, you know. uh, how's Mando going to yeah. drink it, though? He doesn't. Yeah, does, does he, he use carry a straw? A straw? I can't exactly. that. Right. How is he drinking that? I guess in private. So he, I guess he doesn't consume food or, or beverages in front of people. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. So they have a little talk and she asks him to help him with a job. Uh, and, and he says, okay. And it's really in return for more information about a contact she has about right. some Jedi. Um, Here's the thing. Poor Mando. He keeps getting pulled into other people's shit. Yeah, he like, is. He's getting involved in the drama. So far, he's a trade off to get what he wants. Yes, yeah. They're all like, "Well, yeah. I'll give you the info you want, but you got to do this for me." It's like, ugh, got to kill right. a dragon. Not, I got these are not small tasks. No, he's you got know, he got, killed right? a dragon. Yeah, a sand dragon. A sand dragon. He had save to, a village. Save a village. He had to deliver this this frog lady's eggs and like ended up in an ice cave attacked by spiders yeah, that was his own fault for giant spiders yeah that's fair and now he's got to uh attack a imperial freighter yes a huge cargo ship i hope it's worth okay. it okay hope it's worth yeah. it yeah so he so mr and mrs frog are now <laughs> he takes to be babysat you know all right i'm gonna be gone for a little while Yoda take care sat. of him you know uh you know i'm gonna be long, gone longer than i thought so, yeah, then they fly up in their jetpacks. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they take over the uh, the cargo ship and in pretty stylistic fashion, you know. It was fantastic. This yes. sequence is everything I love about this show. Yeah. It's old school Empire technology 
Wendy, Tara, when I see stormtroopers dressed in those old, does that it just warms my heart? Mm -hmm. It makes me feel good. And the the all the buttons that look like they came from an old Cadillac, like it's just so. (laughs) It just makes me so happy. This was such a fun sequence. Yeah, and they were a badass team, and they (sighs) and the way that and then Mando ended up almost you know I won't say sacrificing himself, but putting himself in Mm -hmm. most dangerous position by Mm -hmm. kind of doing that last leap to Mm -hmm. try to to uh, get access to the the cargo hold where they where the weapons were they're trying to get these weapons to help these man- other mandalorians in their battle or fight uh against what were they fighting again um i don't know i don't know <laughs> they have a quest they have their own quest yeah, there's Katie's, like a war well, going on the dark saber they're just trying to well, yeah. take over that ship basically right yeah and it seems like they're going to use the weapons on the ship to start to 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 arm some sort of army to get back their planet or something right mandalore it doesn't uh, matter yeah so i'm sure <laughs> we'll not why we're here hear about it again later <laughs> um so uh yeah but so he's she or what's her uh katie sackoff's character book of 10 said your sacrifice will be remembered or won't you know won't be forgotten we appreciate it because they would have been you know up shit creek without a paddle without totally without that mando so uh, he dives in and he kind of blows up the last remaining uh, group of stormtroopers that are firing on him. Who, who are so the worst, by the way? They're just the worst. They're the, stormtroopers the, are the worst. I mean, <laughs> get some training lessons on how to shoot a a blaster. Come Seriously. on. It's like in the armor. The armor does nothing. Like, what the, are they spending their money on? I right. don't know. <laughs> what? They could, should just, you know, it's like plastic, apparently. Yeah, just get it's a bunch of droids. Armor. Go back to yeah, your droids. Right. Uh, so yeah, they gain access, they get their weapons and then Katie drops a bomb on him and he says, she says, no, we're not just going to take these weapons. We're going to take this whole ship. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have a very special guest in the cockpit of the ship as they're being attacked. The captain is communicating with another leader, I guess one of his, the Imperial leaders who is non, none other than. I don't Gian- know what the. Thank you, <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo. Titus Welliver is the ship captain. That's right. Yeah, great Lots casting in this. He had a great episode. look. Yeah, he had a great look in that uniform. That was great. Yeah, he looks good. Um, uh, so Giancarlo plays Moff Gideon, who we we saw in the end of season one, right? Right, with the dark saber. That's right. So he pretty much says. So uh, how far exactly have they gotten? <laughs> Uh, and the captain says well they've we're gonna need assistance they've breached everything but the the cockpit and he's like "Ooh, that's too bad you know i think it's a little too far gone you know what happens if they're that far i'm sorry but we can't spare the help to, to come oh, bail you out so you know bad. what you have to do yeah and he's like oh shit it's yeah like, okay he was pretty like yeah okay he, yeah, he just take pulls much. out a gun and kills the two pilots that are there. Yeah. <laughs> and tries uh, takes control of himself and pretty much tries to down the ship. Yep. Because you got to destroy yeah. it rather than letting it get into enemy hands. Yeah, there you go. It's the Imperial so, way. Yeah, that is Apparently. the way. It is the way. <laughs> and so they are trying to get into the cockpit. They finally get in, stop him from taking the ship down in very dramatic fashion because it's like, barely just they were barely able to pull up over the water yeah um seriously and you know they ask him for information you know we'll let you live if you tell us where we can find the dark saber 
And he says, but he won't, as in Moff. What is it? Gideon? Moff, Moff Gideon? Gideon. Yeah. Uh, and he takes. Give, you know, I'm going to give him all my money. We're going to go. to say an exorbitant amount of money for oh, yeah. this particular stuff uh, as uh-huh. far as shipping goes. <laughs> Ridiculous. No. So. He done dead. Yeah. Um, so they basically did trick out trick man uh, mando into helping them get the ship or basically he had no other choice at that right, point right. He wanted the information um she said help us with this one last itty bitty detail <laughs> um he's very trusting mando you know right he's very trusting of these people he's putting mm-hmm. himself on the line uh for people he's just met and right he keeps doing that so you know he makes it off the ship he just jet packs off the ship <laughs> and basically they go about cool. their way and say, Hey, all right, they're going to do their thing. Um, but they appreciate his help. And, and, and he says, okay, tell me where, you know, where, where I can, where are the Jedi? He's looking for Jedi because he thinks the Jedi know what to do with the child. Mm-hmm. And, she and says, I will point out that earlier, Katie Sackhoff's character makes a point to say, oh, I know Jedi. I've had a lot of different experiences with them. Mm. So, and then in reading more about the character, um, she, I guess she had known some other Jedi that weren't, you know, the the best mm. uh, or the most noble. So she has some history with them, with not accepting them for all being great. Got it. So, yeah. Well, I guess she, and she has experience with Osaka Tano. Who is a Jedi, by the way. So he is, I guess, Rosario, Rosario Dawson's character is a Jedi. So that's exciting. So he's now going. She says, you got to go to the city of Caladan on the forest planet of Corvus. There you will find Osaka Tano. And she basically says, tell her I sent you. So that's exciting. Mm. Wonder if they had a little thing going. Maybe. <laughs> I got a little there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see. I'll see. So great. So far, solid episode. Solid episode. Solid season so far. Mando. Yeah. um, Really good stuff in this episode too. Just a lot of fun. uh, So much fun. It's just every episode is just. Even if it's really fucking weird, it's really fun. It is weird, but it. It's very weird. I'm digging it big time. All right, Christmas. Let's go to Christmas. Christmas. Yay. Ching, 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 ching. Bells ringing, rails ringing. <laughs> I'm ready for Christmas. Haven't decorated yet, but I'm ready. And you know I what have. Yeah, I'll go for it. it. No, no. Well, go ahead. Oh, I have a, a ridiculous amount of Christmas decorations now to put up. It's getting out of hand. But it will be <laughs> Is it a, problem, a Star Sarah? Wars extravaganza <laughs> in my front yard. Can't wait. A winter wonderland. We're going to take so. pictures for sure. And we're go- oh, yeah. we'll do a drive-by. Leah and I will do a drive-by. Okay. All right. For sure. Good. You know what else I'm excited about for Christmas? Mm-mm. Happiest Seasons coming out, and we got a trailer. That's right. The trailer dropped the day. Was it the day that we that our they, last episode dropped? I think it was uh, the day after we recorded our. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's so, right. Monday. Yeah. Did you watch it when it happened? Because I did. Yeah, I was for sure. there. Oh yeah. And I like how there are a lot of people chatting, and my only thought was, how do I get all these chats off? Because there's so much talking. Uh, yeah. So I they had a big countdown. It was big, like it was premiering, and uh, it was good. It looks it looks promising. It's, it looks very cute. It looks like a, exactly what a you good like for rom com. Yes, right. <laughs> so it looks yeah, good. Yeah. Um, th- you know, and 
I immediately was, was on Twitter after I watched the trailer and then looking to see what other people are saying. And, and that there's some good points out there. And the, one of them being, can we have a story that's not focused around one of the fact that one of them is not out yet or like, you know, so that's kind of an, an old done, right. tired trope, whatever. Yep. That's fine. Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis. Like I'm I'll not, watch I'm them do it. Do anything. But also there's a joke. There's a joke in the trailer where Kristen Stewart is hiding in the closet, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's her name? What's the mom's name? Mary Steenburgen. Yeah. Mary Steenburgen says, what are you doing in the closet? It's like, oh, that's such an old joke. Maybe they're going to do it in a very fun, maybe it's, you know, maybe in the movie it's better, but it's like, oh, that's a really dumb old joke in the mm-hmm. closet. So hopefully, hopefully um, we'll be surprised that they're going to, it's a new twist on this kind of trope. But and maybe I'm not it's, expecting the greatest movie ever. Right. I'm just expecting better, you know, like. I hope it's at least on par with like fun Christmas. You know Better how it's going to end up movies. Oh, I, well, yeah. yeah. I have a feeling it knows what it is and okay. that it has to know that that's like so a kind of a tired joke. They're kind of almost playing into that in a way. Got it. I want to say like a spoof of itself maybe a little bit. Yeah. But, hopefully but I think you're right. hopefully the characters will make it. Like Kristen, Kristen Stewart just then like looks at the camera and just winks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way that joke's going to be better for yeah, me if she yeah. does that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm still excited. I'm, still gonna, I'm definitely going to watch this movie for sure. Oh, well, I mean, we're yeah. going to watch it, but like. We got wa- to have like a thing. Is it going to be too cold to watch it in your front yard, cat? It might maybe? be. Uh, but we know we've got blankets and stuff. We'll figure it out. Be kind of cozy. That would be fun. We should totally do that. That's yeah, one I would sit it. out in the cold to watch. I would too, but on Friday when I although it gets dark earlier now, so we get started. Yeah, at, it's dark at like because I have to go six. to work early. So sure, yeah, no, we'll make it Either work Friday or early on the the night because it comes out Thanksgiving, right, or the day before Thanksgiving. I don't know. Well, uh, I probably should have wrote that. Yeah, down. I think it is the day before. The <laughs> so Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's gonna be great. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to it. So that's exciting. So so we you know because of this movie really that we've been talking about for so long, it's inspired us to do a holiday film fest. Mm-hmm. So because this isn't coming out for another week or so, uh, we're going to do a different movie as our first movie. It's called a New York Christmas wedding. It's on Netflix and it's a queer holiday movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, and it comes out of left field. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and yeah. then there's this movie. So that's exciting. Um, the trailer's out, so if anybody wants to go and Google it, you can check that out. So that we're going to watch that and talk about it next week on our episode. The New York Christmas mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah, it looks really kind of cool. I'm I'm um I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, me too. And I did verify that the other Christmas movie that was from last year mm-hmm. uh, that I watched is, is Let It Snow. And so we, I didn't really review it because I was the only one that watched it last year. Well, so put it on the list. maybe the next week or after Happiest Season, it's on the list. Perfect. Because I really enjoyed that one a lot. Let It Snow, you say? I'm writing it down. Okay. Means it's official now. You know what, Tara and I have watched today together, but separately. (laughs) Um, And at different times. Right. Uh, (laughs) uh, We had Katrina Katrina Law on a few weeks ago talking about Christmas with the Darlings on Hallmark. Watched it today. Absolutely loved it. Oh, good. This movie. I really did too. I like the characters. I like it, made me want to decorate my own place. The characters are great. I was, I honestly, I, looking at just like the promo pictures, I was like, this looks a little cheesy. And of course, I'm all for the Hallmark cheese. But I didn't have really any, a lot of idea of what exactly the plot was. Yeah. But I, 
I have I laughed out loud many times, wow. and I got a little weepy at oh, oh. the parts. Added too. That's very and they sweet. were great. They had great chemistry. Her and um, her character and Max's character. <laughs> the other guy. And it was such a fucking sweet story. <laughs> yeah, I, it was like it was like a Hallmark Gold Crown level. Oh wow! Uh, you know, yeah, like those those ones that used to air on Sunday night on like CBS that would like you definitely cry every time. But now they they make them lighter and they're not as that dramatic. Yeah. But it wasn't dramatic. It was fun. It was funny. Wow. Okay. That's I, great. I kind of want there to be a sequel. <laughs> you know, exactly I, I, when it ended, I was sad. Oh. I was shocked at, at well, how much I there's a. It. I mean, there's a good chance they will, right? Don't they make mm-hmm. a lot of these? They well, like, continue stories with people, with the, the things? Yeah. They came <laughs> on and feel like this one definitely could... You know, Keep could going. go different places. Yeah, nice. So the the movie is essentially about this executive assistant who is Katrina Law's character, Jessica, hmm. who's working for the Darlington Corporation that is run by uh, her boss, who's a very nice man. Uh, I don't remember his name, but he has two brothers and one Charles, Charles and one hmm. has recent. Well, not recently. One passed away. He he and his wife in an accident about three years ago. Mm. And so he has uh, nieces and nephews that are living in Australia. I guess they had moved to Australia because the brother's wife was from there. Are you sure this isn't Bly Manor? So <laughs> it kind of had a vibe. It <laughs> definitely had a little similarities. Um, so essentially God, they were being taken care of this, this family friend that, you know, you know, loves them very much, but she's had health problems now. So she can no longer oh boy. Uh, uh, take care of them. So, mm. They come to stay with the uncles. They've assumed a little legal guardianship. And the very nice boss guy says pretty much, well, they're coming here, but then they're going to go to a boarding school. It's the same boarding school that me and my brothers went to, and it worked out very nicely for us. We we loved it. Mm. So so basically they're going to be there for a few days, and then they're going to ship out to boarding school. So we <laughs> ask his assistant one last favor before he has to head off to Europe. Can you go ahead and drive them up to boarding school? Uh, before, you know, I'll be gone. So can you just take him up to boarding school for me? Hmm. Um, she says, okay. And apparently she is leaving that position soon to take up her new lawyer position within the company mm-hmm. um, because she has been in, she's been his assistant because she's been also in law school. Hmm. So she passed the bar and they've offered her a job nice. uh, as a corporate attorney. That's, their- that's Katrina. Yeah, right. Um, that is Katrina. So she, you know, uh, says, sure, of course, I'll do it. And so as we learn more, so then there's Uncle Max, who <laughs> uh, essentially says the Charles, who's the more responsible older brother, um, says, yeah, we're going to assume responsibility, uh, guardianship of these of the kids. And uh, so me and Max, and Katrina says, Max, because, you know, Max is kind of like known as the free spirit, mm. um, winging it, kind of fun uncle. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't see Max as, you know, a responsible adult. They just don't see him in that way. Uh, however, they have known each other, and I love this part, for two and a half years. So for two and a half years, she's worked for this company. She's, f- she's you know, p- considered part of their family. Hmm. Um, she's known this <laughs> brother, Max, for a long time. Sure. This is not the first time they met. Okay. 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 So it's been two and a half years, um, which I really appreciated that they that little – slightly more realistic aspect that you have gotten to know someone, ah, you know, of not for just one week, but they do make a 
uh, a Dickinson reference to seven days or seven years. It doesn't matter if you're in love. Austin. <laughs> what? Austin. Jane Austen. Oh, it was Jane Austen. Oh, that, the Dickinson thing was the other the other joke she said. Uh, so I, uh, yeah. So I really love the premise of this movie. Of course, her best friend is the lesbian, and I think we played the clip where the wingmanning clip where she totally. they're at the little cafe, um, and uh, I mean it was it was pretty cute. Um, nice. But I thought this movie was just really sincere. Hmm. Of course, there was a obligatory cheesiness parts, but it felt really it felt different than wow. a lot of you know that's awesome uh, the other ones. Yeah, so. Hmm. Uh, essentially in that particular scene, which comes toward the beginning of the movie when um, they go to this little coffee shop and of course the barista or the, you know, pastry chef, I guess, I don't know if she owns this place. They kind of allude to her. That's mm. her place mm. um, that she, they go up to the counter and they order and they have to, they're like, Oh, we'll share that last piece of, you know, Christmas bark or whatever it is. <laughs> some Christmassy thing. Right. And then, the, then the, the lady, I wrote down her name. Let me get it. Uh, I believe it's, is it Kate? Kate was her name. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jessica says to her friend Zoe, Kate was flirting with you again. Because Kate comes up and says, you know, there's more in the back. I'll grab you some. Right. And so she goes back there. And she gives a look. Yeah. And she uh-huh. gives some serious, you know, there's some eye gazing. looks. There's some- yes. There's some serious gazing. Okay. Almost to the point where I was like, ooh, girl, calm down a little bit. <laughs> Like, please be cool. Be cool. Dial that down. Right. And because uh, Katrina's like, she's obviously into you. <laughs> so uh, she's flirting with you. That's what she said. Mm. And so he says, no, that's not true. And uh, and Katrina slash Jessica says, uh, you should ask her out. Ask her to come to the holiday festival. Apparently Zoe is a surgeon, not just like a nurse or doctor. <laughs> She's a surgeon at the local hospital, and she's doing a fundraiser to raise wow. money, like a holiday festival, sure, a craft fair of sorts. You Good know, for Zoe, man, she's doing well. And all the proceeds go to this hospital. So mm-hmm. she she says, "No, I don't want. I'm too nervous to give her the flyer. You do it for me." And so Jessica says, "You're a surgeon. How are you too nervous to ask someone out?" <laughs> she said, "Because unlike surgery, people are conscious and can reject you." <laughs> That's the part that made me laugh. Oh my god, it was so funny. That's so cute. just her delivery of the line. It's a great line. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, she gives her the flyer, and all is well. Uh, so anyway. They have, back to Jessica and Max, they have really great chemistry. Some of the most genuine chemistry, they were funny together. They played off each other really well. So almost this light, flirty kind of sarcasm didn't feel too contrived and like, let's make it big and over the top and ridiculous. Got it. I enjoyed it. That's cool. Um, Yeah. So so it turns out, yes, that the... um, the next time when, when she is giving the flyer to this Kate, uh, this is where the wingman, I have to reference this back to when we talked with Katrina and she a- agreed to be my wingman at some point. I'm she very did. excited because she really managed up. If you ever heard this term, I, I use it at, at work and it's c- in communication. When you manage somebody up and you talk, you know, you say all the things that are great about them, you know, subtly just to build confidence oh. in, in not only that person, but in the person you're talking to. Right. Mm. So, she does a great job. She's like, oh, here's a flyer for next week's benefit for St. Francis Hospital, where Zoe works as a surgeon. <laughs> Very subtle. <laughs> it's great. I loved it. Uh, yeah. 
And it was just a really playful, fun movie. Even the kids were comically skeptical of Max's, you know, uh, ability to be responsible. Mm-hmm. And uh, But Max is very genuine. He's trying to be a bigger part of the kid's life. Hmm. We find out later, uh, basically, Max is full of surprises, and you learn all these great things he's doing, even though he doesn't, of course, tell anyone. Hmm. Um, that was one of my favorite lines, where he says, I always thought, if you do good, you just do good because it's the right thing to do, not so you can brag about it to others, which that's I a, love that. That's a great right. line. And it was very sincere. Um, and then they have a conversation, Jessica and Max, kind of later on. Of course, they've been getting to know each other and more and at this point, kind of like halfway through the movie. And they have this really great moment where they're sitting at the table after they put the, the kids to bed. Um, and, uh, and the reason they're looking after them together is because they Katrina Law's character, Jessica, convinced um, the, uh, the Char- Charles, is that his hmm. name? Charles. Yes, the older brother to let them stay through Christmas because oh. every kid should be there. They shouldn't have to be alone on Christmas. And it's revealed that she had to spend a lot of Christmases on her own because um, her mother died when she was in high school, like okay. very young. So she hmm. she has um, that experience. She knows what it's like. So hmm. she says, you know, I'm here. I'll stay before I start my new job. I have nothing else to do. Uh, and I can watch him over Christmas. Hmm. And then, of course, Max says, well, I can help, too. I want to help. <laughs> so that's why they're doing this together. It's very sweet. Uh, and so they have this conversation about um, Chris, uh, Jessica just flat out asking, like, why are you doing this? Why are you helping me? This is not your thing. You're supposed hmm. to be on a ski trip. You know, you're supposed to you, – you wing it. And that's the whole thing, that she makes lists, and she's very organized, and he just wings it and goes, goes with the flow, right? Um, and she – says uh he starts he says well you know my brother he says i'm the youngest brother and my middle brother was really took care of me and my older brother we he was already had his own life by the time i was born so Hmm. i idolized my my middle brother and he was always there for me and he um you know whenever i needed him and he he was he he did whatever he could for me and i want to re pay the favor and mm-hmm. make sure that his kids get everything that they need. Um, so it was really sweet. And that's the part I teared up at because Aww. it was done much better than me just recounting <laughs> it there. But it was very like, I was like, Oh God. Uh, oh. Cause yeah. it, you know, it made sense. Uh, it, you know, because before you're kind of like, I was kind of like, why, why is he all of a sudden, you know? Um, so anyway, they, so there's some real uh, heart here. There's some real, Real emotion. There is. And meanwhile, Jessica was telling, uh, (laughs) was telling Zoe about uh, Uncle Max and how, you know, it's Max. I've known Max for a long time. It's just Max. You know how Max is. And so when they finally do go to the holiday festival put Mm -hmm. on by Zoe to benefit St. Francis, where she works as a surgeon, (laughs) um, they... Uh, Max shows up with the kids, uh, and they all go together and she goes, I want to go say hey to my friend Zoe. And Zoe's like, that's Max. Uh, Cause she has, she asked his crotchety uncle Max coming to the hmm. holiday fair. And, hmm. uh, she says, I never said he was crotchety. Uh, she goes, have you been reading Dickinson again? <laughs> she goes, actually, yes. <laughs> uh, that made me laugh too. Cause it was really random. Funny. Um, so she then says, oh, I know that Max. That Max is the guy that comes and volunteers in the peds unit at my hospital and donates all these. You learn that he like donates all these toys because, of course, they're like a very rich, wealthy family. Mm -hmm. Uh, So anyway, Zoe, they have 
a really great, fun relationship. And Zoe is, of course, <laughs> she's like, is Kate going to show up? I, we gave her the flyer. Damn it, I should have given her the flyer myself. How could I not do that? Now she doesn't even know if I really like her. And Katrina does this great thing where she really, she's like, stop. Drag yourself. You're not going to a shame spiral about this. Nice. Uh, you know, you. it was really cute. And so Zoe says, so are you going to tell that Max that you, you know, <laughs> she does his heart. She draws a heart. It's really funny the way they do it. Um, and she's like, no, it's way too soon for that. Um, it was, it, and again, it was great delivery because they are clearly playing off the whole, I've known him for, you know, a week and now we're in love and we're right. going to leave our respective lives and be together forever. Right. Then Max tells his brother when his brother gets back, hey, you know, I want to have a bigger role in the company. I want to, you know, be more responsible and contribute more. So it's a really great interaction with him and his brother as far as him having to learn to trust him. And, you know, anyway, so he offers him a job with this new um, client that they essentially got because they decided to have this big Christmas party that was going to be fancy. And at the plaza, they decided to have it in their beautiful New England Christmas extravaganza home nice so because this guy they were trying to woo he was a big family man and so they said you know what let's just have it here um and that was partly max's idea hmm. so anyway he says yeah okay they they're our client now and they want you they're really impressed with you and the conversations you had and so they they want you to head up this taiwan division mm. <laughs> it's like can you go to taiwan on thursday Uh-oh. and yeah which is before christmas and he's all sad and everybody's sad and he's like, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, and there's some like, oh, I'm really happy for you. Oh, thanks. You know, just she's sad. Yeah. He's sad. But he's like, well, you know, I want to contribute and I have, you know, I, I have to do this. And mm. so he goes to the, he's waiting at the airport. Mm. The kids are very sad to see him go. Sure. Everyone's very sad. Yeah. So he's just sitting there at the airport biding his time. And meanwhile, they've been making this puzzle for mm. the, the entire movie, right? Mm. Because the boy, one of the... There's two girls and a boy, and he picks out a puzzle, and he says, I love puzzles. And Max says, so did your dad, so let's put one together. So that's been their thing, like, this whole time. Nice. And so they, as a family, are putting the rest of the puzzle together as Max is waiting at the airport and realize they're missing a piece. Uh-oh. And the little boy says, I gave it to Max so he could think about us over Christmas and that, you know, so he wouldn't forget us and that he would feel, you know. That's so sweet. And, of course, it's like, okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, Max is waiting. And he, the, the great thing about this was that the whole thing has been this kind of fun back and forth between you plan too much and you don't plan enough, you know, and let's make a list. Uh, and then at the airport, when he, he pulls his phone out and he sees the puzzle piece in his pocket, and then he doesn't immediately get up and run back, you know, he pulls out a piece of paper and he makes like a stay and a go list, like Aww. all the reasons he should stay and all the reasons he should go. Hmm. Um, and so it was really cute. And he ends up, uh, leaving and then oh. meanwhile <laughs> he leaves. Well, me leaving the airport. I'm sorry. Oh, oh okay. Well, you don't really know. And then so it kind of flew to Katrina. Flew to Taiwan and, and like, never no. saw her again. She's like, I'm gonna, <laughs> she's like, you know what? Screw this. I got to do something impulsive, and I got you know I got to do what I want to do, even if it's crazy. She's a big planner, you know. Mm. So she says, I'm going to go to the airport <laughs> and stop him from going. So as she's pulling out of the driveway, he's pulling in, and they pass oh, each cute. other. Nice. Yeah, and so he's coming back, and she's going, um, and he's like, "Where are you going?" She's like, "I was going to stop you." And she was like, "You're going, you were going to make a grand gesture, like a you know, an improvised thing." And 
Uh, and she said, well, yes. And he said, I made a list. You know, it was really cute. <laughs> so all in all, you know, they ended up together. They kissed. It was very sweet. And meanwhile, Katrina Law's character decided that she didn't want to go into corporate law. She had gotten this other offer from another family friend of the Darlingtons um, to uh, essentially be a family lawyer, like a family law attorney instead. And so she kind of been putting it off because she's like, I owe so much to this family. But pretty much Charles said, you got to do what you want, what you love. And, Mm. um, you know, you'll always have a job here if you want it. Uh, and basically she asked Charles, uh, can I, can I stay here and watch your nieces and nephews? I think they shouldn't go to boarding school. I think that they should live here and we can make it work. You know, I'm still going to be in town. Awesome. Uh, and of course Max comes in and says, I want the kids to stay. I'll stay with it. I'll be their guardian. That's awesome. And one of the best lines I thought in the movie was at that point (laughs) where, Charles, they're having this conversation and Charles, she's just told like, you know, I want to stay and I, I can take care of your kids or the, take care of the kids because I love them. And she goes, you know, and she referenced back to that line that Zoe had said about, um, uh, you know, wh- whether it's seven days or seven years, you know, you, you might know when you love someone, mm. I guess. And that's the, from the Jane Austen. Right. So, uh, so she references back to that. And you almost think she's going to say it about the guy, but she says it about the kids. And she says, I love those kids and I know what they're going through. And I, you know, I can do this and I want to do this. And then Charles goes, you would give up your career as a lawyer to take care of my nieces and nephews? She goes, no, uh, I'll still be an attorney. This is the 21st century. <laughs> nice. We can find a balance. It was just such a random <laughs> She's like, uh, no. Uh, uh, uh. Nice. I did like that. She's like, we can find a happy medium. Yeah, she's like, there's a happy medium in there. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just a really sweet moment when she said that she loved the kids. And That's awesome. Max came in and basically, without knowing that she had already offered to stay and take care of the kids, that he said, I, you know, I know this might seem crazy, but I want to take care of these kids and I want them to be with me. So the kids got to stay. They, you know, showed their feelings for each other. It was really sweet. And I've normally wouldn't talk that much about <laughs> random movie, but it was really good. You loved this movie. It made me a little teary. And I, I want to see more. I was sad that it was over because hmm. they were just really funny together. So, Well, don't we have connections at Hallmark? Can you maybe <laughs> send maybe. an email? Maybe. Hey, about? let's try to pull some strings. Then. Pretty sure I don't like, have that. We'll tag Hallmark for this episode and say we yeah, want to see sure. I will put in one last thing, little thing. The part, one part that cracked me up when they were at the festival and uh, her friend Zoe uh, is like, oh, the girl I have a crush on is not there. And like, oh, maybe she'll show up later. And then later it's um, with Katrina Law's character and Max. And all of a sudden her gay best friend and the girlfriend randomly <laughs> walk by. Yes. Both holding hands with a random child. No, well, she said at the beginning that cake girl said, oh, this looks fun. Maybe I'll bring my okay. nephew. I'd she forgotten said, about that. But it was but still so oh. random. They just walk by and Katrina's like, I guess she showed up or I guess that were... I'm like, I, okay, that, that was our closure on that. I see. Right. That's yeah. the payoff. Right. But was, I was like, at the time I thought, who's that kid? I forgot about the <laughs> Yeah, but still it was ridiculous that she's like, whole, you know, the kid is like flanked on either side. Yeah. yeah. Women in there. Oh, and then it was another random part that Kate girl, when they were at, they went to the Christmas party that, you know, they threw at their home that mm. for the business person that was coming over. Um, 
so they're together. They're kind of like together at this point, right? Because they've already seen each other at some other thing. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, at the I think this was after actually after the the festival. Uh, and she goes, um, and she's like, "Wow, this is Kate Zoe's date." She's like, "Wow, you your house is really beautiful." She goes, "Can we come back here?" Like, that was weird. And <laughs> that he, was he doesn't really look like weird. Okay. He literally looks like, uh, oh, yeah, of, of course, whenever you want. It, it was really, that was the most random part. And that was a like, random line. Like, I think, I like, think it's going to work with Zoe and that girl because she was kind of weird. She was kind of weird. And yeah. we come back here? Well, to that it line, was, she was okay. It, it was a weird line. was kind of like leering at her a little bit. I felt, I was like, ooh, dial it down. But yeah, you know too what? Much, too much. It doesn't have to work out. Zoe can still find Absolutely. love. Uh, but maybe it does. Maybe <laughs> You know, we won't know till the sequel. So, but yeah, that <laughs> was that weird. Essentially, like, <laughs> we come back. I'm here with this person I started dating two days ago. Uh, but we we'd like to come back to your house. That's uninvited. Really, really funny. That's a weird. Yeah, line. I don't know where that was. That from. was out, <laughs> that was out of left field. But still, uh, yeah. But Zoe was very cute. I, I really liked her character. So awesome. And that was that great movie. Nice. And now you know what happens. I give it five rainbows. Okay. Whoa. Really? Yeah, five rainbows. Okay. I really enjoyed it. I, I was surprised. It's one that I could probably watch again. Okay. And you so, probably will. I'm, I probably will. I, yeah. Okay. I'm now I'm kind of I kind of feel like I should watch this movie. I kind of feel like it's one you'd probably enjoy more than many others. Okay. It was it was funny. I laughed out loud quite a few times, but we probably told you already. Some oh, the jokes. Kind of <laughs> the whole movie. That's okay. much more well done. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued for sure. Yeah, I hit all the basic points, which basically means the entire movie. Sorry. <laughs> I'll check it out. I was just really excited. That's great. It's good that you know it was, that you liked it. What if you didn't like it? It would be so awkward next time we have Katrina on. She would be like, right. "Guys, what do you think of my movie?" And you'd have to lie to her. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's a lie, right? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, it was indeed wonderful. Awesome. So. All right. And our, our festival will continue next week. Yes. A New York Christmas wedding. If you want to join in the fun, you can watch the movie and we'll talk about it. This will be a whole thing. We have a, at least, I'm not, I don't know, calendar wise, but at least a month or so, month and a half yeah. of Christmas yeah. uh, holiday movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've got a few things we can watch. Yeah. We'll have to. And if there's any That's movies that we should, that our listeners should think that we should know about to maybe yeah. pitch us for this festival let us know so, yeah great uh gay queer whatever yeah. holiday movie yeah and i think we reviewed what was the one that dom was in last year we reviewed that one last year yeah, we did yeah. and yeah you know, you know eh, that's, it was it's fine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once wasn't enough. as good as christmas with the darlings no it was uh <laughs> something i forget the name of it i don't know season something <laughs> <laughs> okay sounds about right all right I think that's it i think so I covered a lot for more from the snop you can check us out on twitter at snop podcast <laughs> at snop podcast one d and on the facebook and instagram at she nerds out podcast and you can send us an email at or i should say to <laughs> she nerds out at gmail.com and if you could uh, do us a favor, why don't you subscribe to this podcast if you like it? Even if you don't like it, just subscribe. <laughs> and uh, you can leave us a review. And Someone left us a really nice review. Did they? Recently. Yeah. Like, uh, here, I'll. Please, read it. Here. Let's read that. 
uh, says so much joy here. I absolutely adore this podcast. The hosts are charismatic, hilarious, and their voices are like smooth velvet. <laughs> Quality nerd talk, including my fave Zena. Love the she nerds. So. Who? What's Thank the? You. Says says pen. Wow, that's yeah, so nice. Yeah. Thanks, Pen. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Guys, we, we, we have velvety voices. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not convinced. Good. That no. is such a nice thing to say. Thank yeah, you, Pen. That is very nice, but I've heard my voice. Like, <laughs> Wendy, you have, have a great, Wendy, you have a great voice. <laughs> oh, boy. We're all great. Let's just say I think that. we're we all to, great, guys. We have to manifest positivity. Yes. Right? We are great. We sound great. People oh, love wow. us. <laughs> All right, <Yes>. then. <laughs> On that humble note, uh, <laughs> let's wrap this up by saying, She nerds out. out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things.